Welcome to the Hitting Turbulence Podcast, a place where we discuss the beautiful ups and downs of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Gary, but just call me Jade. I'm a course creation expert and an intuitive business mentor. I help women package up their brilliance into impactful courses, programs, webinars, videos, and more. But we dive so much deeper by tapping into my intuitive and spiritual gifts. I love helping women harness their power and potential by connecting more deeply with themselves via tarot, crystals, pendulums, and other powerful tools. I'm so excited that you are tuning in to this episode, starting now. Hello, hello! It's February, and in fact, I don't know if you have noticed yet, I just noticed on a call with my mentor, it is February 2nd, 2022, so 2 2 two, two. How wild is that? I don't know. That just like, uh, it's always so weird when you write the dates like that. Um, so I was just reflecting on that earlier. So if you haven't noticed yet, that's today's date. (laughs) But with that, it means it's time for my monthly tarot card pool. And this is where we are going to do my signature card pool that I offer to my clients of five cards to look and see what this month is going to be like for me and my business. This is also a really great time to talk about the meaning of different tarot cards and to just get a little glimpse into what it's like to do tarot with me. I have a little bit of a different way of reading tarot. I like to really understand the cards as they are, that very academic side of me, but also leaving room for intuition to guide me on those cards. So I do a combination of both when I am reading tarot. So I'd love to hear how you read your tarot cards. Do you do any intuition? Do you strictly go by the guidebook? I would love to know. Tell me tell me somewhere in all the places how you like to read your tarot. Or maybe you're still pretty new to tarot and you haven't read yourself before. I would love for you to join me in my Facebook group, The Rising. You can see a link for it in the show notes. And every week I do card pulls there. Sometimes they're live. Sometimes I just do a thread and pull cards there. So I'd love to have you join me in there and we can learn more about tarot together. So always super exciting. I also wanted to chat today about an amazing experience I had this past weekend, and that was Reiki 1 and 2 training. So I did my Reiki training with Lunum Love over on Instagram. That's also her website, Um, and I will make sure to drop her info in the show notes. Kelly of Lunum Love just does so many amazing things. She makes really beautiful candles, ritual oils. Um, and offers a lot of guidance to her community. But in addition to that, she's also a Reiki master of multiple forms of Reiki. I want to say three different types of Reiki. Uh, and I just felt really 
guided to have her train me in Reiki. And it was really divine how it happened. I'd been contemplating Reiki and I saw about two weeks ago that she was doing Reiki training the weekend before the Rebel experience. And it just felt too divinely guided to not do it. So I signed up and it was such a magical experience. Kelly and all of the ladies in there really made it such a safe space and we made such a great little community that weekend that it was kind of hard to think of how we wouldn't all be in the same space anymore. So the Reiki training, because I did Reiki 1 and 2 of Holy Fire Reiki, um, they it's 18 hours of work. Um, so you're, you're spending a whole lot of time with these ladies or people as you are um, working together to learn Reiki and practice Reiki and all of those things. And so it made for a really cool bond. And Kelly did a really great job of making sure we bonded naturally too. Um, so it was just a really beautiful experience. And if you're not familiar with Reiki, I should probably explain what that is. Reiki started in Japan and it's energy healing. Um, it's a really beautiful practice um, that anyone can do. Anyone can get trained in Reiki, but it's really great at relaxation, stress, anxiety, even through or even elements that are physical, right? Back pain, um, anything like that. Um, so it really works with the Kai, meaning life energy. And my husband and I were talking about this um, the past weekend, just how beautiful it was to learn, uh, for me to learn about Reiki and its origins, and also how things like Kai or life force energy, um, and hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Uh, it goes into so many cultures. I'll, when we were in Hawaii on our honeymoon, there was a lot of talk of that life force energy and the breath of life. And then connecting that to the Reiki. And it's just so beautiful how that is something that is in so many cultures. And I feel really lucky that I'm able to connect with such older cultures that have these deep and beautiful things. So Reiki is just, it's so powerful. Uh, I'm really excited to be starting to show more about Reiki on my page, to be practicing Reiki with my family and friends and my clients as well. I think eventually I will be opening up some Reiki healing sessions through my business, but I want to get more comfortable doing it with my family and friends first. But you may see the occasional reel or TikTok about Reiki. Um, so I'd be really interested to know if you've ever had Reiki, and if so, what your experience was like. It just, I had had Reiki done to me a fair amount by um, my mentor and by other people, but having Reiki performed, or doing, like, well, both, having Reiki performed by people that know absolutely nothing about you. Um, and the ladies I was with, they were all very magical, had a lot of gift of sight and things of that. Uh, they were able to just reveal so many things. It was wild because they didn't know me, you know. Um, and But then to be able to do it on 
people you care about and people you're close to. And to hear about their experiences, it's just absolutely magical. It's so fulfilling and beautiful. It's so funny because even the animals in our house, all of our pets, um, really, really enjoy the Reiki as well. Our cat professor, Dumbledore, that you all might be familiar with, he's our 18-year-old rescue uh, he loves it. It pretty much puts him to sleep. Um, and I was doing Reiki on Chris last night at bedtime and Buckbeak, that's the big old tabby, uh, that you see often in my stories. Him and Professor make a lot of appearances. Their other cat, Lily, doesn't. The dogs, of course, always make appearances. But anyways, Buckbeak wanted to cut in line and get his Reiki done. And, uh, while well, I was doing Reiki on Chris, so, he decided to take things into his own paws and just hopped up on Chris so he could get some of the Reiki as well. It was really funny. But it just, it blows my mind to see how the animals respond to it too. So it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm really excited to be offering this service. It's so magical and just such a beautiful, beautiful thing. So I'm excited to be stepping into this healer role with the Reiki. So now that we've chatted a little bit about Reiki, let's get started on our card pulls. When I shot this the first time, you could hear me shuffling the cards and everything, and it was a little distracting, if I'm being honest, when I listened back to it. So I'm going to shuffle the cards, cut that out <laughs> so you don't have to listen to it. So I'll be back when I have my cards pulled. Maybe it's not so bad when I'm not trying to talk to you. All right, let's see what the cards have in store. As usual, I am using my, sorry, I got distracted, my Star Child Tarot. It's one of my favorite, oh my gosh, this already looks so dreamy. It's one of my favorite decks. Um that I have and it's a light workers guide. It's really beautiful. So this is the one that I use just for myself. Um, I use the true heart intuitive tarot when I am pulling for clients. So something that I'm still a little bit on the fence about and I know that this is something a lot of tarot readers differ on is the idea of the reversed cards because in some ways it denotes that there's a good and a bad side of the cards. I don't know that I believe there's a bad side of the cards now that I'm seeing that. Um, so it kind of plays on that. But a lot of the guidebooks say that there are different meanings depending on if it's reversed uh, or not. So I always get a little, a little tricky with that because I never know. Um, if I pull like a whole hand of reversed cards... I'll be a little more skeptical of it. So the first two cards are all about what the universe wants me to know. So how I came out for this one was the Ace of Crystals, but we are going to talk about both the general message and reversed because like I was just saying, this isn't something I've gotten super set on in my own practice yet, is the idea of the reverse cards and non-reverse. I'm getting goosebumps. 
Um, but I would love to know what you do in your practice. Do you read them reversed or not? All right. So the universe wants me to know about the Ace of Crystals. So the general message with the Ace of Crystals is that there are new and prosperous beginnings. Uh, that's a beautiful way to start February. It's the fruition of wealth, abundance, and the attainment of your dreams. Sign me up for that. You are capable of manifesting your goals while also appreciating the payoff of your successes. From this state of understanding comes the ability to identify the opportunities as they rise and those routes which align best for your heart. This speaks of your innate trust in your intuition and the choices which support your spiritual growth. Understand and prioritize what matters most and remember the power of visualization combined with a sense of gratitude will attract more abundance into your life. So this is a big time of opportunities, new ventures, fertility and prosperity, stability. When it's reversed, it can also signify a possible loss or financial risk. So you should be careful with your money and how you choose to spend it. The Ace of Crystals reverse may also be an indication of exploration, no, of exploitation or greed. It's the burden of an excessive material or a lack of deeper spiritual insight. There may be a need to rethink one's priorities and reevaluate a certain approach. See, my gut instinct on that is I'm not planning on making any big investments or anything like that this month. Um, so I feel very much so that this Ace of Crystals that the message is more that just general message, right? I've got butterflies and tingles just talking about it, but I am really stepping into this new version of myself, right? Like we've just been talking about that with the Reiki, with bringing in this more spiritual side and just knowing that I can claim abundance, that I can embody who I want to be and the impact that it can make. And uh, I feel, I feel really in touch with that, uh, regular message. I'm, well, it's like, mm, I'm hoping for no major financial losses. I don't know what that would, mm, let's hope it's not that we'll find out at the end of the month, won't we? So also the eight of wands, and this was another card that was possibly reversed. So we're going to focus on both, but my gut feeling by just looking at this card is it's such a beautiful card on it. We have, uh, two women, two cats, um, and all these wands leading into this really beautiful portal. And it also looks like it really echoes that ace of crystals of change and new beginnings, success, but also collaboration is what I get from this. And the eight of wands is a card of movement and transition. If you've been feeling overwhelmed, know that there is a positive change and that it's still very possible. Now is the time to take any initiatives or opportunities that come your way. Once you focus on a specific task or goal, there is nothing you cannot accomplish. It's very big in self-direction, determination, and confidence that comes from clarity, vision, and drive, which can really come when you're stepping into this new self. This also has to do with establishing productive habits and organizational skills. All right, Tarot, call me out. The Eight of Wands may also highlight positive successes through group strength and cooperation, a time to be divisive 
or decisive and self-determined. Hmm. So the reverse is you may be in a situation that feels unstable, unresolved, or delayed. Are you feeling indecisive about a choice that needs to be made? There could be a loss of opportunity. You cannot focus your energy authentic, authenticity. I can't talk today. That's a bad day to record a podcast, isn't it? Authentically. You may need to find a creative alternative to a solution or give yourself a bit more time. Try taking smaller and more comfortable steps instead of forceful leaps and bounds. I still feel really called to this Eight of Wands. Collaboration has been something that's been in sisterhood and community, something that's been coming up in my space a lot and the, the what people are bringing to me. So I still feel really called to the general message. But sometimes Tara tells you things you aren't quite, you aren't quite aware of. I'm hoping it's not the reverse for this month. I'm going to get pendulum after this. We're going to talk about, you know what? Screw that. We're going to get pendulum now. So this is one of the reasons I love using a pendulum too, is it can help you get some of these decisions, right? All right, pendulum, show me yes. Pendulum, show me no. Thank you, Pendulum. Now, Pendulum, should I be taking the um, reversed meaning of these two tarot cards? Pendulum, should I be taking the general message of these two tarot cards? See, going with my gut, Pendulum also agrees I should be going with the general message and not the reversed. Um, I love using a Pendulum to help me with some of those things when I can't decide myself. <laughs> so now we are going to be looking at the things that are standing in my way. So we've got two cards for this. And the first is 10 of swords. And this shows up during difficult life challenges, which are often traumatic, disastrous, or unexpected. Jesus Christ. <sighs> 10 of swords is also can be a really difficult card. I get this card a lot. Um, for other people when I'm reading and it's to me when I'm reading for other people this is a big card of surrender and release and transformation so even though that first little line is I also know that there's a lot of light in the darkness too uh, this can also be an indication of lying or deceit from someone else um, with the hurtful outcome of feeling betrayed Know that despite the hardships, a new phase of beginning will transpire. From processing and releasing this phase in your life, you will learn to move forward with illumination and strength. The transformation of negative experience puts everything else into perspective and seeing past the shadows into the light which shines through. Mm. Yeah, that card really resonates. That's something that's definitely been standing in my way, and I feel very much that this is a time to work on releasing it, which I've been doing, but there also needs to become a time where I'm ready to surrender and trust, even though it's scary. Um, but trust comes and faith comes without knowing how things are going to be and with the possibility of it not being great, but we have faith that it's going to be okay. So the Knight of Wands is my other card. This is a really magical card in this deck. The, the figure has this ethereal 
glow to them except for their their head. It's kind of like uh, the invisibility cloak, but ethereal. Um, and they're in the woods, and it's just such a dreamy, dreamy card. Um, a lot of fearlessness and confidence and restlessness comes up with this. And it's showing that after everything you've worked towards and experienced, your personal goals and ambitions have become crystal clear. Amen. You have the self-determination to make things happen and the courage and conviction to pursue your dreams with confidence and ease. Make sure you plan accordingly or you may feel too rushed along the way. It's been a big thing the past couple of weeks is really working on planning to help ensure my success. And I think that lack of planning is something that often gets in my way. Um... Because it can be very frazzled and also make me feel very frazzled. Like, who wants to actually feel frazzled? I don't. Um, so a lot of releasing insecurities and lack of trust is how that feels for me. And really embodying, ooh, man, that's coming up. Kylie, if you listen to this today, you're just going to be like, mm-hmm. I just had a call with my mentor, Kylie, and this was <laughs> some of the things we were talking about. So it really, I just, I love when the universe kind of slaps me across the face with multiple messages. And I've been getting that a lot lately. Um, and I'm here for it. I love the guidance that I get with some nice, gentle slaps across the face. You know, it's just a beautiful thing. So I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, okay. So the last card that I have is the card that will happen when I um, really embody this level, when I step into my highest self. And uh, this card is so beautiful. It's the card of the Empress. Um this card, uh, she's just there open with her hands and the energy is flowing with the phases of the moon. This is a card all about the divine feminine and creativity, expression, pleasure, nature. Such a beautiful card. This card represents the power of divine feminine magic. Magic. I couldn't say that all at once. Transmutation and self-expression. And when this card comes up, it really suggests that you may be experiencing feelings of inner growth, yep, a new development of ideas, or a renewed sense of sensuality. These changes and shifts may manifest in various ways, through prosperity, abundance, a birth, not a birth, not here, productivity, success, healing, or love, um, a loving relationship with others. Take this time to nurture your body and explore new adventures and activities outdoors. Okay, okay. Be free and celebrating the sense of your being, body, mind, and spirit. When you honor your creativity, you connect with the blueprint of your inner truth and higher self, which is an extremely charged period of exploration and abundance. Mm. And I love in this deck they have... Uh, in the guidebook, some questions for really journaling on this. Uh, so I'm definitely going to do that. I've been called to do a lot of journaling today. But that is such a beautiful, beautiful way to really be starting the month is starting with this Empress embodiment. Um, I am so, so here for that. Um, I'm really excited about this card pool for the month. I feel 
very in line with it. And I feel like it's very much the things that I am working towards right now. So I'm really excited to see how all of this plays out. Um, man, I've got chills just thinking about it. Ugh. Gotta be oh, so excited. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode where we've talked a little bit about Reiki. We've done some tarot cards and even some penduluming. Penduluming? I don't think that's the word. We've also used the pendulum to get some guidance today. So I just want to thank you for being here, being a part of this community. Um, we are now at month two and I cannot wait to see the magic that it brings. I think it's going to be just so beautiful. If it was anything like month one, this podcast, it's got a lot of work to do, um, a lot of people to reach. And that just makes me so excited. If you registered for the Rebel Experience and you haven't uh, been able to watch the replay yet, make sure you go check it out as soon as possible. If you're feeling a little FOMO because you didn't register for the Rebel Experience and you would like to learn about it, send me a message and I'll send you the replay. It's got some juicy info in there, just available to the people that registered and are participating in the experience. So keep your eyes peeled for lots of magic happening in my spaces. And always sending you so much love and so much magic. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.